0: Hi, this is Claire, and this is the Art of Life podcast. This podcast today is going to speak to starting from scratch, going back to the beginning, starting with nothing, starting afresh. Um, and I, I want to speak to the magic and the the beauty of this. Essential phase of the cycle of life. Um, there are there is so much stigma around starting with nothing. Um, the the core concept of um, consumerism and modern life is that we accumulate <clears throat> and we just keep accumulating from images in our phone to a timeline on social media to material objects in our house and wealth and the object like the the entire focus of one one's existence is purely on this taking of new things and pulling them into our realm of consciousness pulling them into our realm of ownership and of possession and of course there's so much that i could take apart in that but i want to focus more on you know what the the equalizing balancing opposite dynamic of that is that that we completely miss in life and therefore we miss half of the beauty of life and we get stuck in a a loop or which is completely lopsided um and completely traps us in the the simplistic logic of the front lobe of the brain um yeah the the taboo of of having nothing <laughs> is the of course the antidote to materialism and the antidote to rushing and having appointments and feeling the strain of life being in the grind the antidote the medicine for busyness and fullness and overwhelm and too much stuff and too many appointments and too many things is emptiness and that emptiness is important in the multidimensional not just in the physical material realm but it's so important in our emotional our mental our time space continuum our cosmic health our co-creative divine co-creative capacity and in the art of our life emptiness nothingness is absolutely key it's as important as yin is to yang and yang is to yin it's as important as the sun and the moon are to each other and to us it's as important as air and the other elements emptiness just doesn't get a lot of space (laughs) ironically or um bleedingly obviously, there's a, a distinct lack of space in the world, in life. Um, I've been hearing a, a lot of friends around the world, friends who live out on the edge of things, on the edge of culture, on the edge of villages, on the edge of things financially. Um on the edge of comforts that other people take for granted and are fully ensconced in. And they've talked about this loneliness of not being able to find people who've got time. And they've got all the time because they've liberated, they've stepped into their sovereignty and they've liberated their time. Like myself, I live in gift. I don't live to contract or I don't work to commission or to deadline ever, mostly. And as such, it means that I can allow the day to unfold as it wants to unfold. I can move with the elements. I can sit down when I need to sit down and I can stand up when I need to stand up. I'm able to move on my natural spontaneous urge, which is increasingly in tune with all things because I've got space and time and that emptiness to do that. Um, I sometimes, as an integral part of my creative process is sitting with a cup of tea and looking out the window. An integral part of the permaculture process is observation and observing a full cycle before we integrate a plan or make a design because we we have to know the parameters. But to know the parameters, like to know what we're actually dealing with, we need the, the space and the perspective of sitting still quietly for a moment and just observing. Just being present, being fully present. And of course, again, when we're in a rush we're not present that's just a fact that's just a simple fact of life if we're going from appointment to appointment all day long or task to task with a sense of urgency or tension then by definition we can't be present we haven't got space to do something spontaneously and naturally and with the force that is coming up through the earth, down from the cosmos, through us. It means that we're always going to be chained into material things and into human activities, um, which in this day and age are, are often profoundly distorted and presumptuous and um, non-creative. Um, many of our activities during the day have a a very significant negative knock-on effect in the world ripple effect in the world energetically and a lot of the things that we commonly perceive to be normal life daily activities a lot of these activities are profoundly impactful negatively on our bodies our minds our spirits and also on the people around us we're essentially holding ourselves collectively and co-creatively in a very low vibration but not low vibration is just as important as high vibration all the vibrations are have a place in the world but a collective of conscious beings who have separated their lower conscious from their higher conscious and are working solely in the lower conscious and are negating like rejecting the very existence of any other frequency other than this low one that is a a profoundly dark dream spell for us to be in collectively and it means that we're effectively locked into something we're closed within a, a dynamic that it's very hard to step out of and again, this is one of the reasons I'm talking about these kind of subjects. I, I actually, I'm starting afresh myself with this podcast series, but I have a whole body of work which is nicely nestled away inside the, the blockchain, the Hive.blog blockchain and on Funkwale, um, Open Audio, decentralized uh, platforms and inside my Patreon also, Patreon at Claire Gaia Sophia the importance of periodically putting t- to the side a body of work even destroying it even completely letting go of it is a is a really essential for me essential part of creative life and the the level of depth, height, expansiveness with which we're able to actually participate in life is, to me, it's intimately connected with how, how dynamically or how able we are to step out of this little box, which everyone will tell you is life, this little box of material reality, this little box of consuming, rushing, being overstimulated, um, ingesting toxic shit here, there and everywhere, and being under the weight of culpability, the weight of being inherently... out of kilter, inherently wrong, inherently to blame for something um, that we can't quite put our finger on. Um, our capacity to step out of that is is really our ability to live and the art of our life. Um, and again, to do that, we really in some ways, have to step out into the wilderness. We have to step out of that, the tightness and rigidity of that enclosed prison, effectively, in order to see what else there is. And, of course, there is the infinite. There's infinitely more than that. Even in this material reality, as we see it, there is intimately more smaller than us, infinitely more bigger than us. Intimately and infinitely we have this capacity to be connected cosmically with all things, cosmically in the sense of very large distances and dimensions above us and to the side of us and intimately in our rootedness and the tangibility of small things around us and below us underneath us and our are the weight of our body in the world versus the lightness of our body in moving through the world in the air in the elements um, again I'm one of my reasons for starting afresh with this podcast is to try and bridge <clears throat> the the very mystical Downloads that I've been sharing in recent years, and the increasingly radical and rooted work I've been exploring, including in my art, <clears throat> my Sheila and Sean Nagig's serieses, serieses, <laughs> question mark spelling, and my radical sacred pregnancy podcast series, my legacy series around pregnancy and ecstatic free birth, free gestation, and the, the real dynamic purpose of womb. Um, the more I delved into my radical work, <clears throat> the more the mainstream and conventional um, m- platforms that we take for granted are, are there for us to communicate with each other. And to be visible in the world, the more these platforms locked me out and I took that very personally for a good while. And I really went out into the wilderness and I really went deep into these subjects and as deep as I could go and pushed as far as I could out at the edges of things. I've had this sense of being someone whose work it is, is to essentially untangle that, that, that will essentially unlock the prison that we're in. But I've I've never really been in that prison. So I can't be out at the edge of the prison door with a lock and a key because I don't, I didn't grow up in that. I didn't live that. I didn't choose that in my life. But I'm actually way out beyond the prison, way out at the edge of the world, exploring what has stopped us getting from the edge of this world into the cosmos, into the universe. And that's where I've been playing around with these tangled threads of confusion and psychology and psychosis and wrong stories and distracting fables and silly cultural overstimulations and so on. I've been out at the edge of that, untangling the threads and aligning them with my rootedness in this reality as a woman, as Claire dot Gaia Sophia in this lifetime where I live in this place that I live, which is Gaia Sophia, which is myself as representative of Gaia Sophia as source, witnessing and manifesting source. I've had. I've had a mystical life. I've had experiences from a very young age of being an, inter- an interdimensional being and of being able to travel between dimensions, being able to see much more dimension in the world and in reality than me versus a material thing, me versus the material of the world. And as such, it's been very hard work. to subsist through the conventional language of subsistence, of earning money, running a business, buying and selling stuff, providing services and so on. That never sat well with me, as it doesn't sit well with a lot of people in the world. And yet we have to do it still, that we have to find a form that works for us. So... One of the ways that helped me navigate that essential, essentially prison of hamster wheel was regularly upping and leaving, like abandoning everything and starting afresh in a new place and reinventing and releasing all the pent-up energy that couldn't express itself through that form of rhythm... Of work, the conventional idea or the the conventional rhythm of work, and in particular the contractual job, wage, etc. cycle. Um, I managed here. I don't know how I managed it really, but I always managed to stay free, retain my autonomy, retain my creative license, shall we say, my creative freedom and I always managed to land on my feet as it were, not really as a metaphor literally land on my feet and (laughs) like a cat and find solid ground even though to most people my lifestyle would have been seen as something in the least chaotic. Um, but, you know, at best chaotic, but in, in most people's eyes who are living conventional lives and have the conventional benefits and privileges and comforts of so-called modern life, so-called comforts of so-called modern life, um, I would be considered someone who was even sabotaging myself or living, cha- um, living haphazardly. <clears throat> and, and yet, um, here I am, uh, five decades in, with incredible health, when I had extremely bad health throughout my teens, 20s, 30s, and some of my 40s. I own my own home outright, which is a, a mass of 10 rooms in a mystical medieval quarter in South Italy. I have a million dollar view, I have a great body of work, a huge body of work, of art, writings, podcasting and now a big body of reconstructed clothing that I'm moving into this new area of work, dressing the body in glorious, deconstructed and reconstructed fabrics, natural fabrics that I've sourced through the markets here and that I'm inventively recreating into glorious, useful, beautiful, practical clothing. Um, I have a, a huge legacy that I've had to sort of, nestle away and hide away um because of the way the world has been going around algorithms social media censorship and so on but coming back into the edges of the prison and being able to walk in and out of that contained space that 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 closed lower vibrational space that is the mainstream and that is modern life and in inverted commas I'm able to to move freely between these realms without being limited by them um, and again coming back to space and the void and um, freedom nothingness or a void of things like the higher the vibration we go up the more there is it seems to be a void like there's there's less material in it there's less um linear and structural things taking up that space and um to a traumatized the average traumatized human that's a a, a really terrifying thought to not have these binding chains or restricting straps or these tightly bandaged woundedness that we're in the state of being completely in bondage to the world the idea of suddenly being liberated is terrifying and i know that feeling myself from my especially from my 20s when i had my first significant spiritual awakening which to me i equated with dying i felt that i was dying i i knew that i was dying i was dying i did die because i i was letting go of the rigidity and the tightness of everything that had held me together up to that point i was deeply deeply wounded on multiple levels and i was barely limping along you know even on the most practical level of trying to subsist and take care of myself and find a way in the world and make sense of myself verbally in pictorial form in my, my visual art, my painting um, and finding a, a spiritual discipline, trying to find a spiritual language, trying to find something that resonated with who I am, who I was. Um, the idea of space was terrifying. I was grasping at any books I could read, any films or documentaries I could watch, any people I could speak to that were delineating what spirituality is, what something bigger is, what other dimensions are, what off-planet life is, what other planets are like, what I just, I was grasping and grasping for any logical information that could create structures in my mind that would make me feel safe because i was deeply conditioned to need a hard outer shell a hard protective shield around me because i was so fragile and that that phase was so so important i wasn't ready for space i wasn't ready for for real freedom i wasn't rooted enough or grounded enough or standing up straight enough to be able to accept freedom and there was a really important process of coming from being enclosed imprisoned tightly bound tightly chained there's such a significant process of stepping not just stepping out not just coming out of the chrysalis and becoming a butterfly it isn't that simple there's such a complex alchemy of of really dissolving like like the larvae and the caterpillar going into the pupa and going into the chrysalis stage the the caterpillar doesn't just grow wings <laughs> the, the caterpillar dissolves into a cosmic soup and a primeval liquid form before it reforms and the molecules reform in an entirely different structure. That is kind of the osmosis, is it? Like the the alchemy of being completely solid, being melted down into a soup and then being able to choose how to inhabit the space The space isn't something like the void isn't something that we grasp the void is something that we our form moves into and through and it moves through us and between us and the elements us and reality we get to choose how to how we take this form what the form is going to do how it's going to extend its limbs or not how it's going to curl up in a ball and calcify in a corner or how we're going to live with our head completely separate from our body and our emotions and live purely in the logical, the so-called perverse logical, in inverted commas. But the space isn't really something that we're looking for, aiming for. It's something that we are, that the space exists as much inside us as it does around us. And that's something I want to talk about in this series. That's something I'm going to explore and speak to I, I might be already stepping a bit too far into the what might be seen as conceptual, but I I'm, I'm actually transmitting a real physical experience, like a real cosmic physical experience that I am currently living, that I live, I am living and I live this. And I'm not bound by the conventional restraints of, limitation of just being in the physical Um, we already we all know that we're not in the physical we're not just the physical we know we have an emotional body and we know that we have a spiritual body we all know this we're very clear about it we also have a mind and all of these things exist and express through the physical but are greater than the physical we all know this every single human being knows this because they're living it they're in it but the problem is more that We don't know that we're allowed to take up the space that we want to take up in the world or that there's the shape of space that we need for our specific self, which is a very unique and different self, which culture has probably convinced us shouldn't exist or should be punished for existing or is inherently wrong or flawed in some way. It's not. I guarantee that. I cosmically guarantee that. It is not wrong. Nothing is wrong about you. But our, the limitations that we're putting on ourselves are not right. I'm not saying they're wrong. They're just not as right as they could be. And moving into that rightness is the most exciting, glorious, beautiful, mystical, magical, heaven, paradise on earth that we all are not just entitled to it's not just our inheritance it's just the, it's simply the nature of reality it's simply the very nature of reality this beautiful dance between form and space the dance between the upper and the lower realities as above so below the mystical of the above and the below of heaven and earth us dancing between them acting as a an antenna And transmitting between worlds, between dimensions, were not (laughs) the pure physical. The idea that anything's purely physical is just completely nonsense. It's just the most ridiculous thing. The amount of conversations I've had in pubs and bars and tavernas and places around the world, chatting with people who are sitting there saying that they're just a purely physical object (laughs) and and yet somehow they are vibrating through their throat this incredible, unique expression of their voice, their intelligence, their spirit, their divine expression and they're trying to tell me that they're not that whilst using this divine voice that they have. I write, as we say. So um, I'm really looking forward to sharing this series with you. I'm looking forward to this new integration that we have on Patreon where my subscribers are able to also link up their Spotify accounts and share through, have this, listen to this podcast on Spotify. This is the first one that I'm recording specifically with that in mind. I think my historical podcasts will be there too, but again, I'm sharing them through Patreon not through Spotify, um, but the Spotify can be accessed through my Patreon. So I don't think you can find me on Spotify. I don't have an account there, but it's very mysterious how these things work. But it, it should be a more accessible way of you being able to access my podcasts. I'm going to try and do, if I can, slightly shorter podcasts um, to make them also more accessible. And I'm going to try and share some more about the practical ways in which we can liberate um i was going to say get more space in our in our lives but again it it's not the acquiring of space it's simply fully occupying of the space it's a very different dynamic but i am going to speak to that in more depth i'm going to describe a little about um how i've managed to get to this incredible place that I live in and this incredible state of liberation and good health um, even though I, I started with I didn't just start with nothing I started with like lots of negative you know lots of debt as it were lots of weight of baggage and weight of pain and suffering in my physical being and in my emotional and mental being I had a, a lot of suffering that I I'd gathered up in my early years as many of us have done especially if we've been born in a conventional way in a medicalized birth torture process and especially if we've been through conventional schooling which is incredibly incredibly abusive to the spirit of the being and to the free mind and to the unique um blossom that we are to our blossoming. Um, school is not designed to have us flourish in all our uniqueness and biodiversity. So I'm going to speak about all these things and about how we can use the the magic of the everyday and the tiny little little cracks of space that we have in the everyday. We can get a big cosmic lever in there, a big cosmic crowbar and just sort of prise it open ever so gently and see um, through, outside <laughs> of our box that we're, in, that we're stuck in. Um, there's so many ways we can do that. And, and most importantly, we know the way already. And it's really important to recognize how we know the way. We're here because we survived. We're here because we managed to keep our mind open And we're here, right here, listening to this right now as I'm transmitting it to you because we're seeking that connection and we're seeking that freedom, that vitality. So, yeah, it's really important to remember that we're even starting with seemingly nothing. We're starting with a seed of an idea, a seed of a feeling, a seed of an instinct and a a seed of momentum and if we focus our attention on that seed really listen to it and give it space give it space we have the space to give it it's up to us if we give it space or not give it attention nutriment nourishment water it then it will grow it'll grow exponentially the more attention we give it and that's a metaphor that, that can be applied to the simplest things like drinking tea, like taking 60 seconds out of a day to meditate, <coughs> like opening up creatively in whatever way by primal mark making or sowing or taking the house apart and putting it together again or, or by literally planting seeds. Um, the possibilities are, are endless, infinite. I look forward to talking more with you. Go and check my website out, claregaiasophia.com or find me on Patreon, as I said before, Clare Um And I might be on some other platforms again soon as Clare Love, love, love. Ciao.